show business like no business I know. From the beautifully restored Brownwood Lyric Theater in revitalized downtown Brownwood, it's waxing lyrically. Well, sir, here we are again. There's no people like show people. They smile when they are alone. The podcast devoted to and hosted by our own Lyric Theater players. We've all got our health. And as far as anything else is concerned, we'll leave it to you. And here's your host for today, Paul Underwood. Let's go on with the show. Well, good evening and welcome to Waxing Lyrically. This is your host, Paul Underwood, and it's a special night here at the Lyric. It's opening night of You Can't Take It With You. I'll be here hanging out in the lobby, and I hope to get some reviews of some patrons tonight, as well as maybe a couple of cast members here and there. We are at intermission, and now, if you're a fan of the podcast, you're going to recognize this voice. Say hello. Hello, everyone. That is none other than... The voice of Waxing Lyrically, right there. How you doing, Kurt? I'm just fine. Been waiting for this production to come, and here it is. Kurt Schneider here. Hey, tell me about that. what we just saw there. Were you in awe like I was? It, it's another one of these th- performances that perfectly cast. I just yeah. couldn't think of another person that, that, that could do the job that these folks are doing. Now, are you familiar with the story, the no, movie? Not. not at all? And I purposely didn't do any homework on it because I wanted to be surprised and dazzled, and I'm certainly getting that tonight. Well, <laughs> thank you very much, Kurt. I'm going to let you find your date and get the, those concessions, all right? Sounds good to me. Thanks for sitting down. All righty. Thank you. I'm with David Stevens now. Now, David, why don't you kind of tell me, because I saw you talking to Dr. Nancy Joe Humfeld before the show. Tell me kind of how you know Nancy Joe, and then I'm going to get your impressions of what we've seen so far on stage. Well, Dr. Humfeld's a legend across the state in the world of theater, of course. So oh, she's quite a legend here in Brownwood, too. So and the Texas Educational Theater Association, we first met, and then, of course, she's highly involved with the... Uh, High school one-act play contest right. and all that we do with UIL. So right. that's how uh, how we know each other so well. So how many is this your first lyric production? It to is see? not. It's probably my fifth or sixth. Okay, so I've seen several shows here. Let me get you. Were you in as much of an awe as I was at intermission on this thing? Oh, it's amazing. It's yeah. I'm, I'm always just perplexed by the amount of talent that Brownwood has and this beautiful facility that you get to perform in. Yeah. And I think it's just a, a gem in the in the entire community. Are you familiar with this play? Yes, I've uh, been involved in this play in several different roles. So have it's you? Great to see. Now, what have you played on here? I, I haven't actually been in the show, but okay. I have seen it. I've been a technical director for it. I've uh, helped uh, directed it before. So. so do you find yourself kind of reciting the lines along with the characters a <laughs> oh, little bit? Oh, a little bit, but they, they're so unique, and they such a great, unique flavor to it. It's always fun to see just how people interpret it and what they do with it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me, David. Oh, great talking to you. Thanks for having me, and thanks for what you do. Oh, you bet. All right, Brad Wells joins us. We just got through seeing You Can't Take It With You. What are your impressions of the show, Brad? Very good. Better than I expected. Uh, Comedic timing was spot on. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of this play. never seen it before. But it's just uh, you got to follow real quick. you got to pay attention. 
Yeah. There's so much going on up there. I, I mean, got, when you've got 11 characters on stage. And everybody talking at once. Yeah. yeah. And they're all in character the whole Even when they're not saying something, you can look over and you can see one of the characters. Uh, like you can see Essie reading her book on how to dance. Or, well, if you know all the people on stage, they're all characters anyway in right. real life. Yeah. So they're just being themselves, <laughs> basically. So tell me, now this thing was written back in 1938. How did you find it relatable to today? Uh, like, like Jeff Tucker said in his interview, the funny thing is we're all com- complaining about the same thing today, politics, government, and taxes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. A lot of it carries forward, but yeah. it's fun. Seeing Lamar up there. Now, was Lamar Cravens in your he class? In class? He was. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun seeing him come back and just jump in. And I know. Yeah. yeah. He's come a long way. I was at an early rehearsal, and he hadn't quite found his character, and I was yeah. really stunned tonight. He did such a great job. I'll give you some breakthrough background. Okay. Lamar Cravens and I were in Judy Moore's dance school, <laughs> I think in the first grade. We were the only young gentleman in the class. That ended my career, and probably his too, at the same time. Oh, my. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Oh. Hey, Brad, thanks for sitting down with us. Good seeing you always. Good to see you. Good show. Hello, I'm Paul Underwood. Hey, Paul, I'm And I host a little podcast for awesome. the Lyric called Waxing Lyrically. That's, I love it. Now, you look so much like your daughter. It's do almost, I? yeah, you really nice. do. The mom now, by the daughter. Now, we've got, now, Ariel has been in lyric shows before. Yes. And I understand that you have just kind of recently moved into the area. Lured here by that person. Oh, really? <laughs> now, do you have aspirations on getting on the stage one of these no, days yourself? No, but I brought a friend with my, me tonight, and she said that she has acted in the past oh, and great. would love to get involved if nope. they move up here. Give me your review of the show oh, tonight. My I I honestly did not was not aware of the plot or what it was about. Didn't yeah. know what I was expecting. But I told uh, Nancy Joe just a moment ago, I said, I don't remember when I've laughed that much. I know. It was ridiculous, and it was awesome. <laughs> so did you have a favorite character? I have to say I'm a little bit prejudiced towards Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa now, was just amazing. Did you notice that he got a little emotional? Yes. Was that real, <laughs> or was that acting? No, I think that was real. I wow. think that was real. Jeff's a pretty emotional guy that was as awesome. it was. But, I love I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Totally worth it. So what would you say to someone who maybe is on the fence about going to see this show? I would say don't miss it. Yeah. That's honestly it in a sentence. Because, uh, you know, maybe there are people like me that haven't done a lot of live theater, haven't seen a lot of live theater. They need to come experience it and find out what it feels like. It's almost interactive. In this location, you're so close in the eye contact, and it, it really does make you feel like you're a part of what's going on. It's just has its own energy. Thanks, Miriam. Awesome. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much, Paul. Pleasure to meet you. To talk to you. Now we are joined by Bill. Bill no, Price. Bill Price. Yes, Welcome, sir. Bill. Thank now you. you're not a stranger to lyric shows. This is what show this number is, is this? Uh, this is number three or four. Okay. All right. Where would you rank this one, Bill? That's a hard question. Yeah, I, I've it, really though? enjoyed them all. This, yeah, yeah. this, uh, this might be number one. I think every show I walk out of, I say, well, that was the best yeah, show. It was but just, right now, it, this was so good. Oh, it was great. The casting was, was wonderful. Uh, Grandpa sold me. Yes. The whole, the whole cast sold me. It was like, I felt like I'd walked into somebody's home, and, and actually, this was real. Every character had so much 
development that they could it come was, up with. It was great. It, you could just you could see the thing build, and it was. I'm gonna have to come back. I'll say it that. I'm gonna say it again. Yeah, we, yeah. we'll come back for this. Tell me about. Uh, I think my favorite character might have been Kalitnikov, the Russian. I think my favorite character was Grandpa. He was <laughs> he was salt of the earth. He pulled the he pulled both families together. Yeah. Uh, a guy you'd want to know. Yeah. yeah. Without giving anything away, do you have a funniest moment where you maybe laughed the, the loudest? Does anything Truthfully, stick Paul, out? the whole thing just I, I, I laughed through the for the whole uh, the whole play. Now we the thing the thing that really got me is that at intermission, I thought I'd been in there ten minutes. Yeah. It just it just keeps you moving. It's great. Were you familiar with the old Capra movie? No, sir. Jimmy Stewart never not. seen no, it. Never have. You need to go back now and watch the movie. Will be that much more special to you as well. Great job, oh. Jeff Tucker. I noticed you got a little emotional there at the end. <laughs> great job. Yeah, he was great fantastic. Job. Hey, Bill. Thanks for sitting down. Thank with you. Us. Thank you. We enjoyed it. We'll be back. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right, we are now joined by Tanner Crow. Tanner, who did you come to see tonight? I came to see Taylor Crow, my That's brother. Right. What did you think of his performance as uh, Essie's husband? What was his name? As Ed. Ed. What did you think of Ed tonight? Oh, he was excellent. It was great seeing out there. There's a lot of energy coming from him. It was, uh, it was a great performance tonight. Just the really comedic, well comedic timing. Did you have a favorite moment? I'd have to say when the uh, when the FBI barged in and everybody jumped and and uh, you know and, and Ed's wife jumped into his arms, he had to catch her and it was it was a good moment seeing him up there, you know. Uh, um, now this took place. It was written back in 1938. Can you draw any parallels to what we're going through today? Well, I, I certainly can, actually. The idea of just um, of taking the time to appreciate what's around you and, and appreciate life and, and, you know, don't get wrapped up in, in um, really the politics of everything and, and just, you know, learn to be happy with what you got and, and you'll find that your life will be better and the things around you will be better, I think. Uh, I think it's a good... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got the same feeling. I, I, yeah, I think I wanted to quit my job there towards the oh, end. Too. You got to be careful with that. Didn't, wouldn't you just love to go live in a house like that it with would. those people? Oh, well, I threaten it all the time. <laughs> uh, costuming set. I mean, you've been around. Excellent you've job. been around uh, lyric productions yourself. Yes, sir. Who did the set on this one? Uh, Jimmy Henry did the set. Well, it was an excellent job. Fantastic. It sure was. Hey Tanner, thanks for joining yes, sir. us. I appreciate it. Send my. I'll, I'm sure I'll get a chance to congratulate your brother at some point too Absolutely. so you have a good one uh-huh. all right now we're joined by the director of you can't take it with you darlene irvin darlene your impressions you know your, your job is pretty much done now i mean you've put it this is. one out there it your is. impressions of the performance the and the crowd reaction tonight i am just delighted i saw that belly laugh going on with you paul underwood <laughs> you were having a good time weren't you I and was. i think everybody in the house was having a great time including the cast did any things draw more of a laugh than you thought it would or? well it's funny every audience reacts differently to jokes yeah so one time you'll have an audience that'll really laugh at a certain line and then the next performance 
you won't have as much left there, but it'll be a surprise. Yeah. And somebody will get tickled about a pratfall or a, <laughs> or a, a they get tickled at Essie trying to dance, you know. And, uh-huh. and sometimes people just get all wrapped up in her dancing. And then, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's uh, all about Colin Cough. You know, it just yeah. depends on the crowd. Yeah, that was uh, the interesting thing about this. The fun deal about this is, is I've been in some pretty lightweight, one-dimensional mm-hmm. comedies that are right. just funny. But this one, every there was so much character development in yeah. every character. Yeah. And I was really blessed, and I'm saying blessed. When I auditioned, had auditions for this show, uh, it just turned out that everybody that I cast just fell just naturally into that role and they just grew from the very beginning and so they're all so normal and natural Mm. you know and that made it so easy to direct in terms of 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 people doing what they do and it was so easy that way well thank you they just worked hard and i'm so proud of them Thanks for directing. Well, thank You've you. got a real winner of a show. Well, thank and you. I hope it won't be your last directorial. Well, I hope not to. <laughs> I hope not to. Y'all have been very generous and very kind. I just enjoyed the opportunity. Thanks, thank Darlene. You. The show was mainly tonight to get kind of audience reaction, but I could not resist getting Lamar Cravens behind the microphone. Uh, Mr. Kirby, Lamar, you've come a long way from. Who was the dance class that you and Brad Wells were in? Miss Judy Moore's dance class? Oh, my God. <laughs> was Brad in that? I feel really sorry for Sherry. I was at a rehearsal about uh, three weeks ago, and it was pretty rough. You were still trying to kind of find your footing, I felt like, in the role of Mr. Kirby. And then to see it tonight and how far that you came as an actor was just amazing. So congratulations to you and the entire cast. I'm going to get your impressions of uh, how you think things went tonight. Oh, I think tonight was great. Uh, We had a very good audience. It wasn't a very big audience, but it was a very enthusiastic audience. And so it seemed like it was a full house that way. And you know as well as I do that when you're doing a comedy, if someone starts to titter... (laughs) it becomes this sort of contagion, right, that spreads across the room and everybody else starts to titter. So a lot of us who were on stage who never thought a line was particularly funny before tonight suddenly were thinking, oh, my God, that's actually funny. Yeah. And so that's great. And that just just snowballs. And this was a show that not too many people knew anything about. I actually watched the 1938 movie a few weeks ago. Have you seen it recently? No, I intentionally haven't looked at it because I was afraid if I did, I would wind up doing uh, Lionel Barrymore all the time. Yeah, yeah. And we don't want that. No, no. no. Um, You once called me a warped, frustrated old man, (laughs) but you're nothing but a warped, frustrated young man. Of course, that's It's a Wonderful Life. Right, yeah. But it's the only Lionel Barrymore impression that I can do. But you will. I think you'll enjoy going back and watching it after the fact, oh, though. Oh, definitely. And, and um, that was kind of the same thing I did on some some roles that I've been in. I, you know, you don't want to be forced into just trying to act like that character. Exactly. That's the reason I didn't want to look at it because I didn't want to to be, you know, compared to it or felt like we had to do impressions of it because that's what people's expectations were. Yeah. I wanted to come at it in, in an original way. I found myself wanting to quit my job there towards the end, Lamar. Is that a normal reaction to have? I want to quit my job pretty much every day. <laughs> um, that's kind of why I came back. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing now. 
Um, but, um, yeah, there've been a lot of times in my life where I've, when I've felt like that speech that Jeff gives to me yeah. on stage at the end yeah. is, is really trying to get my attention. So I, I connected with his character. Did you notice that, uh, Jeff got some real emotion there towards the end on that last prayer, didn't he? Jeff always gets emotion. I think mostly because he's as surprised as the rest of us that he remembered his line. <laughs> I mean, I know I am because yeah. we flub something every night, but right. we've got this energy now that we just kind of keep going with it. If you, as long as you get the gist and the t- tagline of the show everything else is fine yeah yeah hey thanks lamar for joining us appreciate it hope this is not going to be your last lyric show well we'll see if uh if uh, i can stay involved and all that i'm really looking forward to it and and great to see you and and your wife and and be back in in brownwood and back in contact with a lot of friends welcome welcome thank you thanks I've got one more uh one more old actor here hanging around the theater and um Brian Downs joins us, Mr. DePena. Yes. And notice I did get around to introducing you, and, and your, you know your fellow castmates have a hard time remembering to introduce you in the show. Yes, he, Mr. DePena is the one family member that several people don't want in the family. Yeah. I am so glad to get to see you really get to do a meaty role in this, in, yeah. on, the, on the stage. Get smart. Uh, Agent 44 had some meat to it in yeah. a couple of scenes. And then, of course, the motorist showed up and died in Clue. <laughs> so in Clue. Th- this one really gets to be a lot more physical yeah. than what I've had in the past. But what you've got in this, and I've been in a lot of one-dimensional, lighthearted comedies like Clue, not a whole lot of room for character development. This show, everybody kind of has their own character. So when Darlene cast a role, and she said this multiple times, it was not by accident. There were no fill-ins. Yeah. When we auditioned, she's like, okay, that person for this role. In fact, she told me a few times when I put on the audition sheet, okay, depending, she's like, I was so glad when you did that because that's what I wanted you for. Perfectly cast show. You did a fantastic job, my friend. So what do you think of the scene? The scene? When I, when I came out and I struck a pose. Because <laughs> we're not spoiling anything here. No, but that was classic. And I think that might have got the biggest laugh in the whole deal. Just the absurdity of all of it. And it's funny to watch the audience reaction because I'd seen the movie fairly recently. So I knew what was going to happen. But it's just funny to see because at the beginning of the play, there's not a whole lot of laughs for the first because nobody understands you have to set up the absurdity. So this is a truly a three act play where act one is just about getting to know everybody and getting to know the foibles. The first big laugh actually comes with one of Cash's lines Mm -hmm. about a gentleman caller coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. And how she wants to represent her family to him. This has been a really, really fun experience for for everybody, really. That's Brian Downs, ladies and gentlemen. And that's going to be a wrap here for our podcast in the lobby from the Lyric Theater. Opening night of You Can't Take It With You. You've got to come see this show. You will not be disappointed. You can't know a man till you eat at his table. You can't understand a lie without the truth You can't lock me up Then tell me about freedom You can't have me If I can't have you Thanks for listening to Waxing Lyrically 
sponsored by the one and only Teddy's Brew House in downtown Bronwood. If you enjoyed our podcast, why not share it with a friend? This is your announcer, Kurt Schneider, wishing all Brownwood Lyric Theater lovers a great day. See you next time. Not without the pain And you're scared of a war You never signed up for Like a bridegroom left standing in the rain But the jack of spades is hiding in the pew Begging God above for forgiveness You can't have me if I can't have you